Welcome to Dealing with Goliath podcast. This is a solo espresso episode. This one's called Squinting Not Smiling. So I was thinking about this when I was walking around there recently. Last year I lived in London and I enjoyed my time in London very much. Uh, some great, some really great times there. Some really great times. But I was walking around. This was it. We were in the uh, West London and in an area called Ealing, which is known as Queen in the Suburbs. It's a fabulous place. Very surprisingly communal for London. Very surprisingly welcoming. Lovely rolling hills and big trees and lots of little parks all over the place. And it was a very, very pleasant place to live, yet still well enough connected that you could be in proper central London on the tube in 25, 30 minutes, depending on where you were going, you know. Anyway, I digress. When I moved over there, I was walking around, getting acclimatized to the new neighborhood, you know. So walking around, it's quite a residential place now. And Ealing's not a cheap place. It's it's a uh, a lot of Maseratis, you know, a lot of expensive cars and expensive houses and stuff. So we, we're doing well to live there. But anyway, we're walk, I'm walking around and I notice, you know, this is in the summer and things are bright and it's nice weather. And But I notice people are very friendly, you know, they keep, they keep smiling at me. Oh, hello. And I'm like, oh, hello. And it's like, you're walking around thinking, I thought Londoners were all meant to be really unfriendly and, you know step on your faces, look at you type of thing, you know, where there's no engagement and then because big city and everyone's in a rush and plenty of London is like that. But so I was kind of a bit taken aback. I was like, this is great. People are lovely here. What do you know? Who knew, right? So I'm walking around and walking around and this is going on for days. Every time I go to the, go to get uh, groceries or whatever, I go for a coffee and, you know, going for a stroll and walking by people who are walking the dog and this kind of thing. And and there they are. Hello. Oh, hi. How's it going? And all this sort of stuff. This is going on for, as I said, a good week or so or more. People are very friendly. And then it occurs to me, you see, I don't tend to wear sunglasses. I don't know where this habit came from. I think I think the sunglasses kind of, you know, slide, slide down my nose or something. And then you kind of look like some professor with the glasses down here and you look a bit silly, you know, when the glasses are right down at the tip of your nose. You just look like an idiot and you just keep putting the specks up and they keep falling down. You feel a bit stupid, you know, feel a bit daft. So I tend to avoid wearing sunglasses. And I read somewhere else that, you know, uh, when they, a lot of sunglasses, they stop uh, these sensors in the back of your eye detecting that it's really bright because seemingly that helps uh, Caucasian people actually protect their skin because it goes, oh, it's really bright. Don't want to get burnt. And it sends those signals. Now, I, what difference it makes, I won't lie to you. I don't know. But anyway, so I don't wear sunglasses. I don't know if some of you can see where this is going. So I'm walking around squinting. So it's kind of like this the whole time, you know, doing a bit of a Clint Eastwood job, you know, squinting in the sunshine bit. And I'm walking along and I'm happy enough anyway. But I don't walk around smiling. But then I realise everyone thinks I'm smiling because I'm squinting. 
you know? And I was thinking about this because a real smile, like a fake smile is like this, right? Where it, so, but the, the, it's the muscles around the eyes that indicate to people whether it's a genuine smile or not. But I think when you're squinting, it kind of does lift those little eye muscles, the side of your eyes, it lifts them up as if it's a real smile. So all these people are responding as if I'm walking around with a big smile on my face. And the reason it occurred to me, of course, was because it was sunny here back in Dublin, sunny here last week, and I was walking around and several people were smiling and it reminded me of London, you know. And it occurred to me that, isn't that amazing? That if I look my usual overly stern, resting, po-face, overly serious guy, you know, people don't tend to smile much. But by accidentally squinting, they thought I was smiling and so they smile. And say, oh, hello, and they're all friendly. And so they see me then, I suppose, as some sort of non-threatening, pleasant, upbeat, positive bloke, you know, which is kind of nice, actually. It was very nice. And you kind of think, oh, right, I wonder, maybe I should smile more often. Find something genuine to smile about. You know, you don't want to fake the smile. You know what I mean? You want to have a positive thought so that so those, those, you know, tell yourself a joke or listen to more, uh, watch more Netflix comedy specials and remember some of the great gags in them or something. Make yourself laugh and walk around. It's a nice experiment to do. And that's what I was doing there last week. Walking around. One day I was squinting. Another day I was overcast. So I thought of something funny, you know. And yeah. Sure as, damn it, there they were, smiling away. Hello, how's it going? Everybody's suddenly friendly around the neighbourhood. Could it be me? Yes, of course it's me. I'm the different factor, right? And this is, I remembered, what they call emotional contagion. And that's really the thought for you is, first of all, do that experiment where you genuinely walk around smiling a bit more than you might otherwise. See what happens. Uh, let us know, send us an email or comment. It'd be, be interesting to see if that little experiment actually does anything. And the second thing I just suggest, as I said, is this thing called emotional contagion. So when you walk into a room, we've all been in rooms, right, where someone walks in and they're in great form. They're fantastic. They're loving life and everyone is happy to be there, right? The energy literally rises in the room right? Or name it, you know, they're upbeat or they're chilled or whatever it is. And we also know the opposite, don't we? We also know, you know, the negative side where someone walks in and they're in horrific mood. They're in terrible form. And of course, everybody's like walking on eggshells. and That is emotional contagion. So I put it to you, if you're walking into a room with clients, if you're walking into a room with your colleagues, or indeed your spouse or your family or significant other. Not a bad idea if you're in bad mood to say, stop, do I really want to bring this in here? Do we want to infect them? Particularly in these COVID times, it's the same thing. What are we infecting others with? Is it nastiness? Is it grumpiness? Is it dourness? Is it misery? Are we, are we grumping and complaining? Or are we going in and we're actually just even just adding the value of being upbeat? being positive. What's the difference that that will make in that person's day, in that person's hour? Now, as I said, this is very big when you're working in teams, when you're, when you're the boss, who are you bringing uh, to work with you? Which you is turning up? 
and all the more most important when you're working with clients because you don't want to have to sort of apologize for being miserable because think about it particularly if you're pitching you want to put your best foot forward of course we all do but think about who you're bringing how would you describe that person and then talk about how would you ideally like to be described what are those attributes do those attributes make it happen but first of all, try the little experiment with smiling at strangers as you're walking around. Uh, be interested to hear what your results are.